News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, almost 27,000 uh, houses uh, received energy upgrades in 2022, according to a report published today by the uh, SEAI. Uh, That figure represents an 80% increase on the year before, but will it help us reach our climate target goals? Uh, John Gibbons, uh, environmental journalist and commentator, is this figure good enough? Uh, Good morning, Shane. Yeah, the the headline figure is encouraging, uh, but when you look into a little bit deeper, of those, only 8,481 actually achieved what's called a B2 BER rating. So, in other words, that that have been subjected to a deep retrofit. So, a lot of those ones, Shane, are, what we're looking at really is just your your basic upgrade where you put in the um, the insulation in the ceiling and so on. So, this is it, it is the sort of cheap and cheerful insulation. Uh, the government is actually aiming for. 500,000 houses to achieve the BER uh, rating of B2 by 2030. So uh, on that trajectory, uh, by my calculations, they probably need to up the pace about eightfold to actually hit that target. In other words, they're, they're way behind hitting that target. Yeah, uh, like the, the problem is money, isn't it? Because look, I, I am that soldier. I'm, I, I got, we got our house checked recently. I think it was, it was a C uh, rating. Uh, but to 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 go the next level is bloody expensive I think that's a huge part of the problem, Shane. And the other part of the targets here is to is to install uh, four hundred thousand heat pumps again in the same time frame. Now, I, w- I was that soldier too. I actually had a heat pump installed last year. The problem with a heat pump is that in order to qualify for the grants, your house already has to be at least a B2 uh, standard to achieve that. Now, uh, I just squeaked in under that particular target, uh, got the retrofit done, or got the uh, heat pump installed last year, but it's still, it's a quite a bureaucratic process. I'm still waiting to get uh, the SEAI grant, even though I paid out the full amount last year. Uh, there's a lot of paperwork involved in it and the, pro- the wheels turn slowly. And unless you have, you're have, you lucky enough to have sort of spare cash lying around, it, it, it really is quite a deterrent that you, the, the end user, you've got to finance the thing 100%. Then you've got to chase the SEAI to get your money and to prove that it's been done correctly. And that in turn involves chasing all kinds of people. And I I do think there is a problem in Ireland. Well, we know there's a problem with the lack of skilled workers uh, available uh, for this work. And you see that the companies that are doing it, they're run off their feet chain there. You know, once they come, very difficult to get them back. Yeah, uh, SEAI, by the way, the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, in case uh, you're wondering. So, look, how do we... How do we change this? Because we're not doing well enough. We need to do better. How do we do so? Yeah, I think we've really got... I would suggest, for example, that the big the big deterrent for so many people is the upfront cost. If you want to do a deep retrofit, for example, you're, you're probably going to be outlaying somewhere between 30 and 70,000 euros. That means you've got to dig that cash out of somewhere and hand it over to a contractor and then hope to get paid uh, some of that back. Now, the, the net cost to you might end up being 15 to 30,000, but after the grant assuming you qualify for the grant. But that requires that you've got to be able to pony up maybe 50, maybe 70,000 euros in cash and maybe have to, to, to finance that alone for maybe a year or two. I think that's the problem. I would suggest, Shane, that if they are serious about, about accelerating this, the first thing we need to do would be to introduce 0% 
green loans. In other words, if you want to borrow that 70,000 euros, we should have plenty of access to cheap uh, green financing from Europe. And you say you take out that loan as a zero interest loan and you pay it out, say you pay it back over 10 years, even over 15 years, because the, the benefit that you get to your home, okay, the comfort benefit you start getting immediately, but the real benefit, in other words, the savings on, on, on energy, they, they come back to you slowly. You might save 2,000 a year, but the problem with that is if you've outlaid 30 or 40,000 euros, it's going to take you 10, 15, maybe 20 years to get that back. Yeah, so we, I, we I, need I, to... I, I completely agree with you. Look, I looked at the sums and it's not to say I'm not going to do because it is the right thing to do but there's no way I'd get my money back in terms of savings on my gas and electricity bill you're absolutely right where you will get your money back is that when your BER rating goes up in your house and it will go up for example when in, in my house uh, my BER rating when I got the um, when I got the the heat pump installed it actually pushed my BER rating from from a B2 to an A2 now ultimately if I ever get around to selling that will benefit. That will probably, I will get back the entire cost of that heat pump, maybe more again in the value added to the house. Because buyers now, when you check your, your, your estate agent pages, things that people are looking for now are low BERs because of, of course, of, of rising energy costs. You will get it back. The problem is, how do you bridge the cost of doing it now versus the benefit that will accrue to you later on? And I really think that the government need to think carefully about how they bridge that cost because most of us are, are sort of the thing that trips us up, if you like, is the ticket price. We don't tend to think about the running cost, but we, we're very sensitive to this to the ticket price. So if we can find a way, for example, of financing that so that people are not taking the hit, and I, I suggested the zero interest loans so that people yeah. can, and, and essentially, Shane, a zero interest loan, if, especially if it's over a longer period, should effectively be free of cost to you, the end user, because you will be financing it out of the savings that you make year by year. And I think it, it, it's going to take something dramatic like that to change these numbers. As I said, we, we're at, we're at 8,500 a year. We, really, we need that to be seventy to 80,000 deep retrofits being completed John. every year. John Gibbons, environmental journalist and commentator. Interesting ideas. I, I think I'm with John on this one. I think interest-free loans is the way to go, Here, I think it's the only thing that will actually change things. They do actually make money for people because if you're getting cash up front and not paying interest on it, cash today is worth more. 70,000 today is worth more than 70,000 by the time you pay it back. So yeah. you're actually making money on that loan. Yeah, OK. Let us know what you think. 5,306 at the cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.